Good afternoon and welcome back to the Sunday School Podcast, the pod all about digging deeper into the Bible using social, historical, and scientific context. I'm Sean Parker, and today we're going to discuss a topic that has some real-life application. Since the beginning of 2020, mental health has been on a steady decline. According to a CDC report published over a year ago, rates of anxiety, depression, substance abuse, and thoughts of suicide have more than doubled. In the year since this report was published, those numbers have only gotten worse. We've seen massive civil unrest, and honestly, just an overall decline in civility and humanity to others. I believe we all know what the primary catalyst for this change has been, and that's COVID. But I believe COVID was just the spark that ignited an already primed fuse. We live in a society that has moved further and further away from Jesus. And our world brings lots of problems, but it doesn't offer any lasting solutions. Today, we will discuss what God has to say about dealing with life's challenges. Mental health is an issue that's real, but God offers hope, joy, and peace today on Sunday School with Sean. I want to begin today in the book of Psalms. If you've only ever viewed Psalms as a book of confusing poems, you're missing out on a lot. Psalms is basically a blueprint for how to bring your problems to God. And I want to start in Psalm 42. It shows that a lot of times you can't help how you feel, but you can choose how you react to those feelings. Now let's listen to how the psalmist expresses their feelings, followed by their choice to still praise God. Psalm 42, and I'm quoting from the New Living Translation. It's not my primary study Bible. I'm typically in the ESV. Uh, because it's a more strict word-for-word translation. But I think that the New Living really brings a lot of clarity to God's Word. It can add uh, some some wording that's a lot easier to understand, and, and it just flows better. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before Him? Day and night I have only tears for my food, while my enemies continually taunt me, saying, Where is this God of yours? My heart is breaking, as I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshipers, leading a great procession to the house of God, singing for joy and giving thanks amid the sound of great celebration. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Now I am deeply discouraged, but I will remember you. Even from distant Mount Hermon, the source of the Jordan, from the land of Mount Mazar, I hear the tumult of the raging seas as your waves and surging tides sweep over me. But each day the Lord pours His unfailing love upon me. And through each night I sing his songs, praying to God who gives me life. O God, my rock, I cry, why have you forgotten me? 
Why must I wander around in grief, oppressed by my enemies? Their taunts break my bones. They scoff, where is this God of yours? Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. So the speaker here doesn't understand why he feels the way he does. He's questioning why God seems so far away. But he actively chooses what he's going to focus on, what his focus is going to be. And instead of focusing on the despair he's feeling, he focuses on God. He focuses on the goodness of God. He focuses on what's actually important in the greater scheme of things. Now, we often get wrapped up in the finite things in our lives, and we lose sight of the eternal things, the things that truly matter. Now, regardless of how messed up things are in the world around us, we need to remember that we're only here for a short time. And if we're saved, we have an eternity of heaven to look forward to. That's why our salvation is so important. And it's important to focus on that salvation and what a good, good God that we have who's provided that for us. And we need to steer clear from focusing on the temporary pains of the world. Now, I'm not belittling or downplaying the pain and suffering that does exist in the world. We live in a broken world and there is immense pain. But if you look at things on a timeline of eternity, an eternity that's infinite, outside of time, the little dot that you're here on that timeline, that little speck, is really insignificant in the, in the larger expanse of what we will experience in heaven. So just keep that in mind. Now, there's another psalm that I want to point to that I think is extremely comforting. It's Psalm 139, verses 1 through 12 is, is what we're going to focus on. O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me, and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me, and the light around me to become night, but even in darkness I cannot hide from you. To you the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. So no matter where we are, God is with us. He knows everything about us, and almost in spite of that, He loves us beyond comprehension. Now that's a comforting thought. He knows the darkness in our minds. He knows the darkness in our hearts. But as it says in verse 12, even in the darkness, we can't hide from God. So we need to make sure we take our prayers and supplications to God. 
prayers being telling God our problems, and then supplications being asking God to help with those problems. Now, there's a key piece that goes along with that, and it's expressed throughout Scripture. We need to come to God in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving or thankfulness. We need to come with a thankful heart. And that's really hard to do when you're feeling anxiety and despair. But if you're able to do it, it can totally change how you feel. Have you ever tried smiling when you're truly angry? Forcing a smile when you're extremely mad, it's really tough. But if you can do it, you find that it's not as easy to stay angry or as angry. Isn't God's wisdom incredible? Now we see a great example of this in Philippians 4, verses 4 through 8. It says, Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Now I want to pause here for a second and tell you about Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is a hosting service for podcasts. As a first-time podcaster, using Buzzsprout has made the process extremely simple. All you need is a quiet place and things you probably already have. If you want to upgrade... Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. You'll get a great-looking podcast website as well. Following the link in the episode description lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. It'll get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it'll help support our show. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, I highly recommend you give Buzzsprout a try. Now, at this point, I want to make a statement. The verses and examples I've given will absolutely help. But that doesn't mean you may not need some other form of help as well. There's nothing in the Bible that's going to prevent you from talking with a counselor, talking you know, with a psychiatrist or a doctor and, and seeking some form of medical treatment. God created us body, spirit, and mind. And it'd be insane to think that We don't need food for our body or medicine to treat an illness, and the mind's no different. Now, I also want to emphasize that a lot of the mental illness we experience could be a result of spiritual sickness or separation from God. Now, I also want to emphasize that a lot of the mental illness we experience could be a result of spiritual sickness or separation from God. And one of the greatest gifts of salvation is the restoring of our soul. So we need to take a multifaceted approach to the care of our mental health. Things like diet and exercise, which can positively or negatively impact our mental health. 
Sometimes we may have a hormonal or chemical imbalance that needs to be treated medically. You may have experienced some kind of trauma that requires counseling. But it's most important that we make sure to address our spiritual standing with God. Because we need to remember that sin has consequences. And I'm not saying that all things that are bad in our lives are a result of sin. I think that's the misunderstanding that Job's friends had when they were blaming him for everything bad happening to him. But sin does come with a price. And we need to work to remove that sin from our lives so that we can further rely on God. Proverbs 12 verses 20 and 21 says, Deceit fills hearts that are plotting evil, but joy fills hearts that are planning peace. No harm comes to the godly, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. So sin has consequences. It has a price. But God promises joy to the godly. He promises peace. And I don't want us to confuse joy with happiness. Happiness is fleeting. Happiness is based on our circumstances. If something good happens, we're happy. If something bad happens, we're unhappy. But joy comes in spite of our circumstances because we know whose we are and where our final destination is. So remember, we serve a loving God, a God that allows bad things to happen to good people because he doesn't have the same mindset as us. We have a small finite understanding of the world, while God's understanding is eternal. So I want to end with some words of encouragement from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8-11. through 11. It says, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. All power to him forever. Amen. So we may be suffering now. You may be going through some tough trials, but know that if you seek God and his salvation, it's only going to be for a little while and he's going to restore you. And we have an eternity to look forward to with him. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to leave a review in whatever player you use to listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe. New episodes are released every other Sunday. God bless.